When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV. It's the morning after the night before. Uh, I didn't think I'd be having this sort of conversation with you on the Sunday morning, Frank, in here in Saudi Arabia. I thought we'd just be talking about an easy win for Tyson moving on to December 23rd. But that all turned upside down last night. Just get your reflections. Well, everybody thought that, didn't they? It was going to be an easy night. I mean, I didn't. Um, I said from the beginning... You've got to look at where this guy's coming from and where he's originated from, from Africa, troubled background to get across the, the Mediterranean and so forth to get go for a better life. Um, a very, very tough man. The only footage you had of him to study was as an MMA fighter, UFC fighter. And as I said at the time, he's the best at that discipline, very tough, um, strong. And it's got a big punch. And I felt that the only way, as I said, that Tyson could, that he could beat Tyson was, um, he couldn't outbox him. The only way he could beat him was to be throwing his bombs, letting them go and catching him early and trying to put him out of his stride. I got all that right except for one thing. And the one thing I got wrong was that he could box. As soon as he came out and he shaped up in that first round, I knew that he was going to be, he was going to give a good account of himself. And you look back at it and I think to myself, you know, Tyson, he had, when boxers, professional boxers, have a fight, they look at footage, most of them look at a video of their opponent, they'll have a look at him and see what, um, what he's like. You look for their strength, strengths, weaknesses, what you can exploit and so forth. And... There's plenty of footage of Tyson, but there's not one single strip of film of Francis Nagano in, in, in a professional boxing ring. Nothing. All I had to go on was Joe Joyce, which I said in our interviews before, that he's a tough guy and he shapes up well. Well, he did shape up well. He shaped up, shaped up better than well. And he gave a magnificent account of himself. He went into the fight with everything to gain and nothing to lose, and Tyson had everything to lose. 
And, you know, Tyson got the win. One, you know, it was a, he's had much better days at the office. Nagano, for me, fought much better, a much better fight and gave him a much tougher fight than Derek Chisora or Dillian White. Much, much tougher fight than both of them. And he's come out there, come out of it with uh, some really strong plaudits and done extremely well for himself. And looking at the fight, I would think there's plenty of guys in the top ten that he would beat. He is at the end of the day. This is not this fight, a crossover fight. It's not some prankster or YouTuber. This is a proper fighting man. A proper fighting man. And... Uh, he, 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 he did well for himself. But Tyson did what he had to do, gritted his teeth and come through it. Definitely have to give uh, Ngannou a lot of credit. Uh, show some very good attributes, someone making their debut in a, in a boxing ring. Having said that, though, the usual standards that Tyson sets himself, especially you know, the last few fights, the Wilder second fight, the Wilder third fight, the Dillian White fight, the Derek Chisora fight at Tottenham, he's looked really good. Um, he looked flat last night. Frank. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he, I don't think he certainly didn't look he didn't look like it. It wasn't the normal Tyson Fury performance, that's for sure. And I and I I get that and understand that. But as I say, you know, with what he with with what he had to face, it was I don't know I don't know what I'm, what I'm fighting until that first bell goes. I don't know what this guy's going to be like. But I will tell you what, he wasn't. He wasn't like everybody said he was. That he can't, it's going to be a walkover. I mean, I listened to some of the, you know, and I will just touch on it. The, the pundits, what's his name, Adam Catrell. Adam Catrell. Yeah. You know, he's MMA guy, isn't he? He does his his stuff and that. He was saying this is a total mismatch, so he had no faith in his own champion from UFC, or maybe he was saying that because he left UFC. I don't know, but the fact of the matter is, he that's what he was saying, and he got it dramatically wrong. Now they're blaming Tyson. Or saying Tyson's not this or not that, which is stupid comment to make. It's, yet again, it shows the, the for me their ignorance of boxing, totally ignorance of boxing. As I say, Tyson could only prepare for a fight. It's like when a fighter goes to the Olympic Games, he doesn't prepare for an opponent. He prepares for a draw. He gets in and the names go in a hat and it pulls out who they're fighting and they don't have a chance to prepare for that style. And that's the position he was. And as for Simon Jordan, my old mate Simon. I told you it would be a tough fight for him, and I told you all along, you can't just make decisions and just poo-poo things, because it was insulting to Nagano, and he showed what he was all about. In their defence, and you did uh, all along say that it's going to be better than people expected, yeah. but obviously you've got a job to do, you've got to sell the fight. Surely you didn't expect it to be like that. No, I didn't. I fancied I fancy Tyson to win it. I thought I didn't expect this guy to shape up how he did. I knew it would be competitive, and I said it would be a tough few rounds because I thought it'd end in the stoppage and it'd be a tough few because I did not expect this, this guy to have, the, the, have boxing ability and he had boxing ability. And I don't care who you are, anybody who watched that was surprised about what they see with him, how he shaped up how he, you know, and how he, how, he, how he went about it. He had a good jab and as a, we all know he's a good puncher and he's a tough guy and he comes to fight because that's what he's always done, he's come to fight. In your opinion, then, what went wrong with Tyson? Did you hear anything in camp, etc.? Look, what went wrong? He won. That's what he did. Did I? There was nothing for, nothing wrong in camp. 
and I can't reiterate this enough, and I'm sure you know we got we get the usual suspects on there and so forth. He trained for a guy who nobody, nobody know, knew how he was going to fight. Nobody. So the assumption was he's useless. That was the assumption. Do you think that got to Tyson's head? No, I don't do. I think Tyson said all along it was going to be a tough, tough fight. Yeah, but when you got the whole world, the whole media this week just asking about Usyk, including myself, I didn't even speak to him. Well, that, that was one of the problems. I mean, you know, again, it's in a previous interview. The only reason that got announced, it wasn't because we wanted to announce it, because the, the, the idea was to announce it in the ring after the fight, which we did do. But um, it had to be done because once we lodged those contracts... The IBF. The, the IBF then notify the other side and tell them the fight's been made, and they would have been just put it out there. So that is why we did what we did, not being disrespectful to anybody, and I don't think that helped. But you know what? I sat in the dressing room with Tyson afterwards, with his family and whatever, and you don't get, you don't get any excuses from Tyson. It's just straight up and says how it was and said that he was in with somebody who was a really tough guy. Listen, I'm in boxing. I know what boxing's all about, and... He would give a lot of people... He's a handful for a lot of people, no doubt about that. In the third round, uh, did your heart sink? Yeah. He got caught. I don't like seeing him get caught. I know he's got a good chin and he gets up, but he got hit by a guy who is recorded as being the hardest-punching athlete out there. Is that right? Yeah. And he got up. But I don't want to keep saying, proving the point he's got a good chin. He got up from it, and uh, there's no doubt about it. That fella is... You know, he's a, he's a dangerous fighter, and he's a good fighter. He's a good fighter, and he's done, he's done extremely well for himself. And I think you'll find most governing bodies will now rate him in their top ten. Of course, that third round was a 10-8 to Ngannou. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, gave the eighth to Ngannou. Yep. Uh, the tenth to Ngannou, the final round. Debate across the, the rest of the rounds. Um, uh, how did you have it? Well, I can't. I, I thought he won it by a couple of rounds. You, I don't you have a debate about the rounds. I mean, there was rounds that Tyson won. Certainly, two of the rounds you talked talked about was a case. So that to put him, that's a minimum of three rounds that he got out of the ten rounds. But I didn't think, you know, I, the decision is what it is. I thought he won it. I did. Well, I didn't think. I know he won it, and officially he did win it. But um, what what he did, Francis, is won a legion of new fans. Like I said, going into the fight, everything to gain and nothing to lose, and he's come out as a winner. What do you think of the scorecard that had it to Ingarner? I don't get that at all. Just want to get some comments from uh, Francis Ingarner. Well, from his trainer, actually. Um, Mauricio Suleiman uh, told them that because of this fight, they will rank Ingarner in their top ten. There you 10. go. There you go. Well, why wouldn't you? He's just, got, he's just gone in there with the lineal champion and give him his toughest fight he's had in his last three fights. Yeah, um, yeah. lots of cries of robbery online. Look, people are entitled to their opinions, and I, keep, I can't bang on about that enough. There are a lot of people who say that, but you know the one person who is a boxing man, a boxing man who was in his camp, was Mike Tyson, and he said that Tyson Fury won the fight. Did he know? really? Yeah. Yeah. OK. Frank, um, Alexander Usyk got in the ring afterwards. Yeah. Um, of course, the, the conversation before this fight with, with Ngani was December 23rd. Yeah. Your team, their team, the Saudis. Is that off the table now, you think? It, I doubt very much if Tyson will fight on the 23rd. 
He's had a tough fight. It's eight weeks away. He needs to rest his body for at least, you know, worst case, even if he rested it for two weeks, rested up. Remember, he's been in camp for 12 weeks. He's been training, stop, start, train, fight training for the last 11 months. And fights didn't take place because of, we know what happened with Usyk and so forth. In the meantime, um, he's, he trains on a regular basis every day. As you well know, that's what he does. That gives him his, that's part of his regime. Um, he needs his body to rest. He's been coming out of a 12-week camp, so he won't be ready. He can't, he can't go into a camp for six, for six weeks to fight Usyk. That's ridiculous. Have you spoke to His Excellency since last night? We had a very brief conversation last night and uh, no doubt we'll talk today and go from there. But you can guarantee... Uh, whether it's January, February, March, before Riyadh season closes, we get that fight that with Fury Nusik. That fight's signed. That is signed. So it legally has to happen? It will happen. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Um, well, is there anything before we move on to other things you want to add about the main event? No, I've got, I've got to, as a promotion, you know, if you're a neutral, you bought that fight, you got tremendous value for money last night. It was a great, Great event all around. As I said, it would be a fantastic event, fantastic promotion. That it was. Um, the, the undercard was a really good quality undercard. Some real good action there, some spectacular knockouts. The opening ceremony, which was not the opening ceremony for the fight, it was the opening ceremony for a Riyadh season. That's why we used two venues, so that they could have the opening ceremony for the season and then obviously the main event. That was, I mean spectacular. The whole thing has been unbelievable. It's been an unbelievable experience, certainly for me and I think everybody involved with it. Everybody I talked to said what great, great promotion it's been. All the lead up to it's been fantastic. And to cap it all, it was a good fight at the end of the day. It was a competitive and good fight. And that's what people pay for, competitive fights. And they got, if you bought that fight, it was whatever you want to say, whether you don't like Tyson, you don't like me, you don't like Nagano, you don't like anybody. You know what you did get for your money, a competitive fight. That's what people want. And all the, all the naysayers can't say any different now. Now, you want to go and say something else and blame and put the blame on Tyson or me or whatever. It's just a nonsense. That is what they got. You got good value for your money. No doubt about it. I know I said I closed off on the, on the main event, but a couple of other things have actually popped into my head. So after Usyk Dubois, I think the majority of the world had Tyson as a, as a big favourite going into that fight with Alexander Usyk. Probably after last night, it swung. Why does Tyson beat Usyk? I think he does. I'll tell you why I think he beats him. I think because he's, there is, we've studied him because you've had a lot of footage to, what, to look at Usyk how he performs and what he does. Same thing what Dubois did and found that weak, exploited that weakness of his body to the shots to the body. That's there. So you can plan to box somebody like that. You know, you know what you're looking at. You're looking at his strengths, his weaknesses, as I mentioned earlier, and you know what you feel you can do to negate his strengths and, and exploit his weaknesses. You can do all that thing. That he can do with Usyk, as Usyk can do with him. Usyk's probably watched that last night, and maybe he feels he can see some chinks in Tyson's arm. Were his team pushing for December 23rd last night? Yeah, of course they would. I'd be doing that. He's just come out of a tough fight. Why wouldn't you do that? Like, we were pushing for him last December when we signed for it and he pulled out the fight. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, 
This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And lastly, I know Ngannou's not your guy, but just from a, you know, a fan point of view, what you saw last night, the likes of Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. Oh, great fights. How does Ngannou get on with Joshua? They're great fights. They're great fights. How does he get on with him? Yeah. I think give him a, a fright of life. That maybe maybe listen. That would be a good good opponent. That'd be a good fight for him. A very good fight. Who would you back? I'll tell you off camera. Yeah. <laughs> tell you in twenty minutes. <laughs> Okay, before we talk... People give anyone a, a tough fight. You know, you put him in the top ten for a reason. You know, you said the WBC had just yeah. done. The other organisations will follow suit because he proved he's, he belongs there. He belongs up in there. But you've got to remember where he's come from. He's come from... He's an athlete. He, that's what he's been the filler. He's been an athlete from day one. He's boxed... Sorry, he's fought at UFC... And it being the best in that in, in the tough regime that they fight under. And what I mean about that, he's a competitor, he's a winner. He weren't gonna come and lay down. And he shocked us with his, as I say, with his boxing ability. But as I said to you earlier on, Joe Joyce told us. Told me that's the only that's the only thing we had to go on was from Joe Joyce. And Joe said, he's not bad, don't you worry about that. And he was right. Frank, why wasn't there a, a post-fight press conference last night? Uh, Ty, it was, it, it, Tyson was, he had the drug people there waiting for him to pee. And he was a bit dehydrated and it was taking quite a while. And in the end, you know, I could see he was, he'd done a couple of interviews in the dressing room with the TV and so forth. And uh, I, it was my decision. So I said, just leave it and uh, we'll deal with it, deal with whatever questions they need to deal with today or when we get back to town next week. Did he want to do a press conference, Tyson? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but you... Yeah, he always wants to do things. You know what he is. He wants to do things. But, you know, we let him deal with it in a nice, calm and collected fashion and he'll do what he'll say what he's going to do. Listen, he doesn't, he doesn't shy away from anything. You know that better than anybody. Yeah. Okay, before we talk about the undercard, which was terrific, I know this is not your department, it's a TV department, but for a couple of... Well, about 45 minutes, an hour, from what I saw online, the TNT broadcast was down... The pay-per-view There stream. was an electrical problem, a surge or something. Right, OK. No, it wasn't an hour. How long was it, do you know? I don't know. They, you see all the fights. You never lost any of the fights. Right, okay. so From what I understand, all the fights. OK, 
Gareth's doing some signals what in the background. 17. Right, okay. You always exaggerate. I heard it was 15. But anyway, 17, whatever it was. But the fact was, it's a, that happens. You know, and remember, we're here. This is the, fir this is the first event we've been involved in here as, as, as promoters. And... Um, so no fights were lost on the, on the no, stream? No, everybody got their fights, everything. That's oh. why there was a, that, that gap. While they was doing... I mean, I don't know what you do as a... I've got the electrician's hat. So no um, apologies to the builders. I just don't know things about that. Right, let's, let's talk about uh, a real positive for you uh, last night. Moses Atalma, this guy's electric. Thank you. <laughs> yes, just there, on the left. No, that's staying in. Uh, don't, don't get it out now. It's just over oh, there. <laughs> it's just on the left. That's a 10 8 round two, Frank. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Moses Atalma. Wow. Look, he is, he is something extra, extra. Special. He's an extra special young talent. He's 18. I know it right, so I'm going to say it again. 18 years of age. He's fighting men. He's a teenager fighting men. And he's got tremendous hand speed. He's coming, coming into the program with an impeccable amateur background. World champion, amateur heavyweight, knocks everybody out in all the fights, and the same in the Europeans. Um, the attitude is brilliant. He's, he's maturing a bit. The last two fights, I think we've seen the best of him. Up to yet, that is. Um, he's, he's got I, I just the hand speed and the, and the punch selection and the power he puts in the punches are unbelievable. That was a big guy who came in last night. You know, good record, ten and one. Uh, you know, won a few fights. Well, he only lost one fight and, and won a few coming into the fight. And he was a man fighting a, a teenager. He's going to. He's an exceptional fighter. That's his seventh fight. That's his seventh fight, and uh, he's definitely going to go places. No doubt about that. Do you think, uh, with what's going on in Saudi Arabia, maybe in a year or two, he'll be headlining he'll the card? He will top yeah. the bill. Yeah, I think if he keeps doing what he's doing, he will top the bill. You know, he's doing a brilliant job in the ring. He's trained. Uh, Dan's doing it, and and uh, uh, and his, his son are doing a fabulous job. And, and your son. France is, is yeah. doing a great job in his management of him, and he's, he's stable. He's a good. He's got a good. Use the word stable. The fighters that he looks after are really good quality fighters. Definitely, I saw when you went to his uh, his excellency's house. Uh, Mike Tyson was there. Yeah. Obviously, Moses was there, and we also saw a clip um, at a press conference where Mike Tyson called Moses and gave him some advice. Yeah, amazing stuff for him for an eighteen-year-old. Well, it is. I mean, to be in there, which you know, look, most people they look on Mike. Well, he is a legend, there's no doubt about it. And at his peak, he was one of the most exciting heavyweights out there. And, you know, and I, and I liked Moses' attitude, saying that, you know, I, I, you know, I want to beat his record. Mm. Now, look, it's not a race. I know he's for him, but it's not for me. It's all about, and it's certainly not for his management, it's all about um, him learning and keeping him busy. So he'll, have a, he'll get another fight in before the end of the year. And then eight fights next year, and then we'll see, we'll take stock and see where we are. But yeah, all the fights here, and the level of opponents will increase. On the topic of, of Mike Tyson, actually, I do, I do want to ask you. Uh, a couple of nights I was on Instagram, I saw His Excellency put up a photo of Mike Tyson and yourself, and I thought, is that Photoshop? Am I seeing something fake here? Um, how did that come about? Well, he's been invited by His Excellency because obviously he's been looking after Francis Nagano. I thought you'd avoid each other well, probably at that I dinner. I don't avoid anybody. I don't avoid anybody. And he was there 
And he, we sort of looked at each other and he came over to me and he put his arms around me. And he said, I'm not going to tell you what we said between us because there was uh, you know, what people think happened, between, happened. Most of them get it wrong, but uh, there was a, an incident many, many years ago. But uh, he did what we had to do and, you know, same as, same as the last time he fought on one of my shows. He was on the opposite side of the ring looking, he's given us, both of us after the incident, giving us evil stares at each other. And uh, that was the case last night. I was with Tyson, he was over the other side, and he looked across at me, and I was looking at him, and then we just burst out laughing. So, so how do you feel about Mike Tyson now? He seems a much different person. He seems much more chilled, and I'm sure he is chilled, you know, because of the business that he runs now. So he's... Uh, yeah, it's all right. It was okay. It was look, things happen in life, and uh, I'm 71 now, and I've had a, I've had quite a, a um, quite an enlightening year this year, for me in in a lot of ways. You know, with um, what do you mean? Well, I had uh, I had um, I mean, as you know, I've had a lot of problems. Yeah. Operation back. I had open heart surgery this year. I was out of action for a little while, and it's. You know, it's, it was, it's, it's, so you've, you've got to take each day as it comes and you've got to enjoy it. And I enjoy what I'm doing. I love it. I'm, I've, I've always enjoyed my life. I mean, I don't sit around <laughs> moping and mumping. That's not my style. I have a good time. I've got a good family. And things happen in your life and you're either going to be, you're going to hang on to them or not, and you move on. And, and I, I just want to, I enjoy myself. So if you let that go with what happened with I Mike? I let things go. I let, I, I, if you dwell in the past, then, to quote some people, you become a bitter old man. And one thing I am not is that, you know, I have a, I have a, a very full and enjoyable life. Look where I am today. I'm sitting here today, just been involved in what I think is probably as a promotion... And a fight now, so it was a great fight. It wasn't a crap fight, no matter what anybody says. It was a really entertaining, sit on the edge of your seat fight because no one knew what was going to happen at the end. Um, in, in, in like a, mo the most phenomenal promotion, in my experience, in boxing. Fabulous. So I'm having a great time, you know. What's the worst thing I could be doing? Sitting in a ballroom in Miami or in a bingo hall in Mexico. We're having a good time here. Right, let's talk about uh, another really good fight between Wardley and Adelaide. I thought Adelaide started quite well, uh, but Wardley pulled it back he did. really well, grew into the fight and, uh, you know, a convincing stoppage win for Fabio Wardley. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think your analogy of the fight is absolutely spot on. You know, David, although it was stopped, he was, he was still firing and still wanted to carry on. But Fabio... He's a class act. He's a very nice man, as is David. They're both lovely guys. I know we had that altercation outside mm. the ring, which weren't nothing to do with the two fellas personally. And they're lovely blokes. It was a good quality British Commonwealth title fight. And, you know, Fabio came through and came through in style. No doubt about that. We know uh, Fabio uh, did a deal with you for this fight. Um, conversations happened with Dillian White's guys who managed him to extend that relationship. We, we, we get on well together, all of us, and we're, I'm quite sure, you know, I'm sure we'll be doing something in the future. Because I look around at people in your stable, Fabio's obviously propelled himself last night with that win. You've got 
Daniel Dubois, Joe Joyce, um, maybe Gilai Zhang if Fabio bags another couple of big wins. Um, so there are some potential names there for Wardley. And Sol. So, are you, can you say that? Yeah. I've just said it. You, you've signed Sol Dakers? Yep. Well, that's a fight to make. He's mandatory, isn't he? Sol yep. Dakers. Okay. Well, we'll see how that all pans out. In terms of David, um, how does he recover from this loss? What does he do? He's got. Go, I mean, it's an old adage: go back to the drawing board. He's got to learn from it. You know, de defeat adversary is what, and overcoming it is what turns you into a champion. And that's what he has to do. So we're going to see what he's all about now. He's got to learn from it, and I believe he can because he's got that type of character. He's that type of character, um, and we see where he goes from there. He's got. To, it's as I say. Everybody, whether you're a boxer, whatever you are in life, you have your ups and downs. It's how you get over them, how you come back, how you deal with it, and how you come back and move forward. And for me, if he can, he'll have, he'll have our support, and we'll see what he's made of. He's got it. He's got to show the world now what he's made of. Okay. Well, listen. Um, a very unexpected night, actually, the way it panned out last night. But what I'll say about the week. That was the most incredible thing I've seen in sport, the promotion behind that. And what Riyadh sees and His Excellency are doing is quite incredible. It is. And, you know, and when I said it was a game changer, as a promotion, it was a game changer. As leading up to the fight, everything involved from the announcement of the fight, from the promotional videos, the poster, the costume that was made for the design, the entrances... The fight itself at the end of the day, I mean, they've just been phenomenal. But as an event, I mean, how can you... I mean, it's probably the biggest boxing event as an event this century, no doubt about it. Yeah, I've never seen... I mean, that gala dinner, uh, which was on Friday, yeah. was like a movie. I've never seen so many... Were you, when are you ever going to see it? The, great of boxing, the greats of boxing? There's only a couple were missing from it. Mm. You know, that was the... From all the areas eras in my lifetime in boxing were all there and it was fabulous to see everybody under one roof and especially how you know the camaraderie how everybody got together and we're speaking and you know catching up on old times and that that was fabulous and attending the fight I mean can you think the two guys just fought the British Commonwealth Championship in front of boxing royalty yeah. top quality boxing historical royalty that's what they did and you know, it's been a marvellous, it's been a marvellous experience and there'll be more to come. But this for me is the launch and it is the, it is, it is the, the new look of boxing as far as the big fights. And what's good about this is making the big fights happen. The big fights happen. One thing I want to address is all this nonsense where people keep saying at the time about Tyson and Usyk and how they duck and he, you know, that Tyson or whoever it was, it was not happening, it's disgrace and all that. That, the, the last fight he had, Usyk, I think was um, last August when he fought AJ. The, oh, you mean before Dubois? Yeah, it was AJ. Yeah, uh, August, that September. Was, yeah, yeah, so he took, they were going to fight next, December last year, that didn't happen. And we're now, we're now, it's now signed. So it's taken roughly 14 months to get that fight signed. That's not long. It's not long. And as I said to you the other day, Ali, sorry. Uh, Tyson Lewis. Tyson Lewis, that took, that took um, 10 years to make. You, and there's a stack of fights. The second fight between 
Muhammad Ali and Sonny Liston. It was a year, return match before it took place. This is no, this is no time. Mayweather Pacquiao. How long did that take? A decade. A decade. And there are lots and lots of incidents of that. Lennox Lewis never fought Riddick Bowe. It just never happened. Great, great shame for the sport and the industry that it never happened. But this is happening. It's signed, it's sealed, and it will happen. And that's been done in that short period of time. And the reasons it's happened is because of what is going on in Saudi Arabia with Sella, with His Excellency and his team. That is what's made this fight happen with all of us involved. Did you get a picture with Cristiano Ronaldo? I was sitting, well, I, was, I can't remember, I was sitting ne next to You were, on the same row as him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, was, I, was, I was a bit disappointed that um, Saka wasn't there or Martinelli. <laughs> it, was, it was enough stars. I mean, yeah. What about that 5-0 yesterday? No, let's not talk hey. about that. Let's no, not talk no. about How did Chelsea get? We lost 2-0. Oh, no, right, on that note, uh, listen, Frank, appreciate your time all week in Saudi. Fantastic event. And... Uh, You know, and I just hope everybody was happy at the end of the day, irrespective of what you felt about the results, that you were entertained. Because it was an ent entertaining fight, brilliant event, and a tremendous experience for everybody involved in, in it. Absolutely. Time to sleep? I've had a couple of hours. I'm off out and about now, mate. I mean, you know, I can't sit around. Got to get to work. Got to get to work. For, on, on to the next one, as we do. Thank you very much. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.